0: Just two regular dudes from a state
1: Pizza. Ass pizza. A uh, bro. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. A <laughs> bro. That's your start. Of, that's all you get. That's all I had. I was just thinking about Mikey. It? Mikey's Mikey, well, it? Well, I, I thought about Mikey's, you know, defending of sublime that he did in our texts a few weeks ago, and it just made me not want to start things off strong because he don't deserve it.
0: You know, I'll be honest with you. So, what we recorded two weeks ago, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's when we talked about 311.
1: Yeah, it was after 311 day, it was the 12th. Yeah, I listened to 311
0: for one to five songs after that for like eight or nine days in a row.
1: (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> yeah I, I i listened to amber a couple times just no like, man like, fuck that song that's i love that song man it's a good song i, know, I love it this it pisses I, the fine. 311 fans off that it's like it's like
0: <laughs> i've just outed myself as a true bunch fan of, <laughs>
1: bunch of, uh, it's like the grateful dead fans oh uh, yeah a bunch of they call them grays or whatever the ones that started listening to the grateful dead because touch of gray got on the radio gray heads i think oh, a bunch of gray heads they're how not, dare you enjoy fans. this song they're not real fans they heard about it because it was number one in the nation fuck off um speaking of fuck off yeah mikey was like well actually sublime's better than 311 and blah blah, blah 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 and i just said well now anger is the color of my energy <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mikey. Always, you know, never got that number one fan, but uh, he could be number one hater this week. Runner up to number one hater.
0: I I still don't understand how he can be of sober mind and conscience and say that Sublime is better than Three Eleven.
1: I know, like he, hey, oh, he, he, he went into some Beck slander too. That I was like, that was just uncalled for. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, how can you how can you say that no, Sublime is better? Bro. I'm I went and listened to that grassroots
0: red. album and it was it was the grassroots album that made me a fan of theirs back when I was mm-hmm. in high school. I always thought it was the album that came after that. And then it was that grassroots album. Great melodies. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: melodies, man. Yeah, I, I actually don't I like that. I can't remember a lot of the songs of that, but I love that do you write song. It's like no, 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 yeah. no, like every other song that they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that. That's
0: so true. What am I doing?
1: Yeah.
0: That second guy's voice, that little guy that he's not singing in falsetto. He's just that high pitched.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: You know, though, this has gotten me in the mood to listen to
1: some more (laughs) 311
0: (laughs) this afternoon.
1: (laughs) That grassroots album do sound like it was recorded on a clock radio, though. It's like, it's like DMX song level bad recording. (laughs) They were just push play. Just push record. (laughs) We're going to do it one take. uh, Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. We'll fix it in post. And then, nope, we won't. Um. Yeah, so we're back after a two-week hiatus because you were out gallivanting. As my mom would say, you were keeping the streets hot, which I think is a fantastic phrase. (laughs) My mom mom used it as a pejorative of like, oh, she's out keeping the streets hot. But I'm like, well, now that's a pretty legit phrase these days. Keeping the streets hot. I'm keeping the streets hot. Hell yeah. That's my goal, trying to keep the streets hot. (laughs)
0: I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember that phrase. Yeah, I'm trying to work that in my lexicon.
1: That's a good one. She has some good. My mom's got some good colloquialisms. That's what they're called, right? You're the you're the linguistics yeah. major. She,
0: colloquialisms. You know, it's not quite an idiom.
1: An idiom is like a a what a,
0: It's like the same thing, but it carries a much more specific meaning. Okay, it's like she, a culturally specific meaning.
1: She also says when uh, she also says uh if it weren't for, for bad luck, you'd have no luck at all. She says that to me all the time. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, she says, "Uh, if, when I had to pee as a kid, she's like, are your back teeth floating? Which is gross, but also, very, uh, you know, v- very eloquent way of saying, you really gotta pee. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, your yeah. back teeth floating? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My it's my mom's my stepdad,
0: whenever I came out of the bathroom, my stepdad used to look up and say, well, mathematicians work it out with a pencil.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a very... <laughs> I can hear him saying that. <laughs> it's, very, yeah. he was, he was, it's Tom you're talking about, right?
0: That's Tom, yeah. yeah so that's, that's, a tom. Very, that's a
1: very tom Tomism. He, he, he probably, never, really never got never a kick out of that.
0: He got a kick out of it. Yeah. And I never got it. I was like, what are you saying? That took a long time? Yeah. Are you saying I was fast?
1: Yeah. What does Are you that just mean? Commenting.
0: What does that even mean?
1: Yeah. How How would shitting solve a problem like a math problem anyway? Like it's. I don't know.
0: Well, a mathematicians working out with a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm in there doing algebra with my feces. Yeah. He probably. It probably got the old ha from him. Yeah. Ha, yeah. Ha. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. ha. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good one. Uh, yeah. So, so we uh, we were off last week, and, and you were like, "Hey, why don't you throw up one of those classic old episodes?" And I, since I've downloaded, I have I'm in possession of every episode we've ever recorded. Now, they were never gone. They were just on the server. I couldn't find them on my hard drive, but they're downloaded. I'm gonna try to like do this title tag thing so we can try to get in on iTunes, but anyway, I was like, yeah, that's a great idea, and then I edited the episode, which is uh, episode five, which is the the one where we did the serial hierarchy, and posted it, and I didn't really listen to it, other than to find, make sure it was the one that talked about the serial, and then I was like, oops, uh, maybe I should have listened to that, that might have some stuff in it we don't want anybody to know anymore, talk about people that ain't around no more, or something like that, so uh i don't know i did go back and listen to the episode and it it, it there was nothing uh there was nothing offensive i don't think but it, it was pretty funny yeah i thought i mean i'm not it, it sounds very vain to call our own work funny but i was you know y- your natural thing just be like well it was shitty back then but i was like wow we used to be funny there were some there's some good moments well
0: you know i mean it's a, we're only funny in in retrospect you know Wait, wait! Ten years from now, people are going to listen to this episode and be like, "Wow, this, that episode was really good." No, wow, that one's
1: actually not terrible. Um, yeah, the people were, you know, uh, I think it was it Matt that was like, "Yeah, it's like a throwback. It's like a, it's like when the sitcom jumps the shark because they're doing the uh the clip show episode." Oh, that was Dan. That was Dan shoulder surgery. That was Dan, Dan. shoulder surgery. Dan. Yeah. And I was like, it reminded me of the time uh, there was a speaking of those clip shows where they they do the flashbacks. Um of old moments from the show there was an episode of Family Matters where somehow Urkel and Carl Carl Winslow um Urkel and Carl get stuck in a walk-in freezer I don't know why <laughs> they got stuck in the walk-in freezer but they're like freezing to death which is like a very nihilistic episode but they're having like as they're like sitting there trying to keep each other warm or whatever they're like oh remember that time that we weren't stuck in a freezer and then it was like do you know, goes back and shows. It's just Oracle going, did I do that? Like over and over again. But, and then they, they had to wait to be rescued or something, you know? So the whole episode is like, that's the framing of it. And then, so that, that was, that's what, that's what it was like. That's what I imagined us doing. We're stuck in a freezer.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I could I could go a couple of directions with that. I mean, I guess the first, thing I'd think is if we were stuck in a freezer, like uh <laughs> what I'm just imagining how I guess you a little spoon and I'll keep you warm. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're thinking about like, oh, if you're hypothermic, you have to take your clothes off. Uh it's part of the survival techniques. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna argue who was Carl.
0: No, of course I'm Carl. Yeah. Just body proportion, you know.
1: <laughs> Too many Urkels on your team. That's why he wins low. That's why you wins low. Yeah. Um I'm more of a Laura though. Yeah. I'm not I'm not an Urkel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't look at me oh, like man. that afterwards. Don't, <laughs> don't look down camera like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, everybody that can see uh, that. Oh, let's get in. Yeah, I uh, just
0: realized, I, I, but let's get into it.
1: <laughs> okay. We're, yeah. Welcome to episode 164 of I Only Like the Old <laughs> Stuff. The podcast where we answer the question, what's you the know, No. What?
0: I just realized that's my mom.
1: What? Let's get into it?
0: I'll be having a, uh, no, I'll be having just an abrupt an immediate shift and she's ready to go every single time. I swear to you, every yeah. single time I'm on the phone with my mom at the end of it, she'll just, we'll just be in the middle of a fucking conversation. she'll go shit and she'll say, all right, well that's enough. Okay. Bye.
1: <laughs> and hang up on me. I have a mad respect for that. I have problem doing that. I, I would like to be able to do that. I'm just to start hanging up on people. Really? She's hung The
0: number of times she's hung up on me. She hangs up on me all the fucking time.
1: I mean, Really, hanging up is a is a safe move to do as long as you're as long as you don't uh as long as you don't do it after like speaking out in anger. If you just hang up because you're tired of talking, what's somebody gonna do? They're gonna try to call you back. You just don't answer. And then you're like a couple days later. They're like, "Hey man, did you hang up on me?" I'm like, "No, the, my phone died." Just. No,
0: that's bullshit. No, if you hang up on me yeah. and don't and I call you back and you don't answer, I ain't calling you three days later. We ain't talking <laughs> <laughs> <Isn't laughs> that not You never
1: talk you never talk to your mom again. <laughs> Isn't that what
0: <laughs> Isn't yeah. that, No, I know my mom well enough to know that she'll I mean we'll start we'll be talking, she'll say, I can't handle that anymore. Okay, bye. And just fucking hang out. She doesn't get let me get a word in. She doesn't let me say, no, wait. Because usually, here's the thing. The conversations with my mom is like, it's always just when she calls or when I call her, that's when the fuse is lit, right? Mm. Uh, Okay. And neither one of us knows how long the fuse is. Yeah. But it's my fuse. And the countdown is how long until I bring up politics with her. Yeah, and that's when the I, I bomb just, goes off. I just know? don't
1: do that. But mine with my, my dad is my dad is addicted to misery, basically. So he's just always like, "Yeah, you know, our friend died last week." I'm like, oh, Well, I'm I'm over here depressed as shit, and now you're telling me about all these people that are dying in your life, and I'm like, "All right, well, uh, I guess I gotta go." Like, I just start cutting off the conversation when he starts going into his like, you know. His like misery speech. is like, you know, a bunch of puppies died last week. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Good God, I ran over him. Uh, <laughs> uh, <right laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of like you could not tell me that and not ruin my day, or you could tell me that and ruin my day. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear mean, you. I That's my dad. the thing
0: about old people now. You know, our parents are old now. They are. And, yeah. They you are. Know, they. My my mom and stepdad. They live in a neighborhood. It's all old people, and everybody's <laughs> dying.
1: Yeah, that's how that's what happens. Apparently. I'm not getting old.
0: Goodbye, Boomer.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Um little housekeeping. I wanna shout out to uh to our uh longtime Pantheon super fan who doesn't listen anymore, but shout out to Papa. Got that that little little mini Popo now. Little baby. Him and his wife had a baby. Little Nina, little Nina, um, is that her name? Nina,
0: Nina, that's her yeah, name. That's yeah. a good
1: name. I like that name. That's, right? Uh, yeah. so do
0: I. He, we, you know, I mean, he and I are in pretty regular conversation and stuff. And he texts me. He's like, "What do you think about the name Nina?" And I was like, "That's a great name." Like, you know, like he's not
1: gonna listen to this. So he, doesn't yeah, like, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But I have never I was, met a I Nina. Mean,
1: I've never met in my whole life a Nina. But it's that's not. What I'm
0: saying, I was like.
1: But it is I know I know that it is a name, you know. It's not like some made up thing. It's like it is a name. I just have never met a, a Nina, but
0: which I think is a great blend, right? Yeah. It's not like a, it's unique, a but it's standout
1: not, name. It's not weird. It's like unique, but not weird. It's yeah. short, short. Having the short name is like that's why I like Joey, man. It's easy to write on stuff. It's easy to, you know, fits on fits on yeah. a mug, fits on a keychain. You know, all the things you need to consider when you are naming somebody, you know, but, uh, yeah, shout out to Papa and his wife. Happy for y'all.
0: Yeah, no, big shouts, uh, shout out, uh, that dude getting brought into the group chat <laughs> that- to have no idea what's going on. Probably didn't even know the podcast was <laughs> happening again. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's just, he just pulled into a time warp
1: that dude, you know, our buddy, Adam. I I love that dude and he, he appears every once in a while, every few years, he appears and sends me a message or sends me a link to some song that he likes or something like that. And I'm like, Oh man, that yep. dude And I had totally forgotten that he was like one of our biggest supporters early in the podcast uh days and uh he was the number one fan uh on that episode that we posted, the the, the throwback to episode uh five. He was the number one fan from that episode. So I was like, "Hey man, that dude needs to be in this uh, group chat." So then Daddy said,
0: "I I just I need to pause it and tell you that right now Grizzles is listening and he's making that duke face." <laughs> He just, you'd call (laughs) that dude one of the biggest supporters early on. Yeah. Grizzle, listen, you know, he can't help it. He's so mad right now.
1: But Monty, he texted
0: me and said he was, he was listening to, uh, he was chuckling, listening to the old episode. He's like, I'll get a lot of cackles out of this old episode. Yeah. But two episodes ago, when we were talking about Clave, like, you know, like, oh, Clave and Zell probably the only two listen to every episode. (laughs)
1: He's like triggered. Literally, he's like, "Well, there's one guy that literally has listened to every episode. He was talking about himself, you know." Like, <laughs> I love, I love it. Bomani Jones would call that face that he makes a lemon booty face. Oh, you got that lemon booty. It's well, that, mm, no, mm. I, I,
0: I I disagree. You know I disagree. Play? The li- lemon booty, lemon booty, always, but from Bomani, or at least how I took it from Bomani and now employ it in my life. Is when you getting you getting anxious about like, oh no, like the other team's built up momentum, so you start getting uh, a yeah,
1: because yeah, maybe I'm conflating that with some other phrase that he had. We used to listen to the Beaumonty uh, radio show you, back in the day. You, you think
0: you're thinking of the sand, the eagle face? <laughs> he's got to see <laughs> the eagle face.
1: <laughs> no, nah, that that Grizzle's face is a unique thing. It's a very uh, he's making it right now. It but is. He's like, damn, yeah, I got, I'll I make got that it. face. <clears throat>
0: I got a picture. I got a picture of Chris making a face in my favorite album. I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> this ain't podcast material, but I don't give a fuck. I love this picture and I got it saved, so I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. He's got a mustache in the picture. Um, <laughs> any other housekeeping?
1: Uh, no. Uh, I will say that like, if y'all liked the uh the throwback remastered episode, let us know and uh when we take a break next t- next time we t- have to take a break we'll we'll do another one um unless y'all just think it's stupid or it's, the sound quality is just too bad but uh yeah well, just, uh, know,
0: jake said uh hearing the name sepku gave me a, l- a little nostalgia and I missed those crazy hours into the morning we spent playing halo the day we had at my house with all the guys doing nothing but playing Halo for hours on my big screen. He's talking about... Oh, uh, yeah. Remember when they released Halo 3? We all waited in different Walmarts across the country and took the next day off at work and all got on at
1: midnight. We did. I forgot that Jake was part of that crew early on. He kind of fell off after we yeah. got off of Halo, but uh, yeah, that was that was fun. That was fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was He Haw Ninja. I think that was his Yeah, name. that
1: was him. Yeah. He ninja! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's good times. Um, yeah, so that, I think that's all the housekeeping. I don't know.
0: Maybe he's not angry with you. Maybe he's angry that people don't wear trucker
1: hats anymore. Was that in reference to you? the OC? Oh, see? oh <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> I I forgot. It's been I I you that episode is fresh on your mind, but I watched it last week cuz I thought we were going to record and then then we didn't but Oh really? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, I, I, it's fine. I just we'll, we'll get into that later.
0: Yeah, sure. What's yeah, your hype?
1: Um so my hype is uh bees. Yeah. Go on. I just think bees bees are cool. They just buzz around doing bee things. Bees have a specific thing they do. And I respect that, and they're good at it. You know, they ain't out here trying to do sing karaoke or nothing. They're just buzzing around, getting pollen.
0: You ever watch uh, YouTube videos of beekeepers talking about moving hives and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I have. I have watched that stuff before. But what? What do you? What do you uh, reference? Oh, I
0: just. I... I just think it's incredible when people like roll up into a hive and they just like start, start hand scooping bees into another carrier, and I'm I get so anxious. <laughs> You're like,
1: like ah, mm-hmm. is it gonna sting him? That's what the, your boy Mark—he's a beekeeper. He got it. That's how I get the honey. Yeah, him. I, he gets me the honey. So just yeah.
0: makes it makes me it makes me feel like you know I get anxious like my colleague Culkin and my girl watching those videos.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a that's a horrific thing. I forgot that that movie <laughs> ends with that. Spoiler alert! With that <laughs> pre epipen days. <laughs> that's <I guess>. what... <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, great. It's speaking of my father saying depressing things. <laughs> One of my favorite Twitter jokes about bees is, uh, "Oh, it's like uh, if I see a bee, I keep it." You should. What was it? I
0: can't. Remember. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm going to keep that. B. You should have kept that against anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You said that on, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I'd I never heard it before. Yeah. And then like a couple of days later, somebody sent me that tweet.
1: Yeah. That's one of my favorite. I, I I guess I didn't give I stole Stolen Valor. I stole that joke last I think it was it was in a it was in a flurry of things, but it was it yeah. should <laughs> it should have watched it. It was like if I see a B, I keep it. If you Yeah, I something like you, you should have watched it. Better. That V-back. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I've just made that joke not
0: speaking of bees, the there's this novel that came out a couple of years ago. I mean, this is like you know eight nine years ago. Yeah. It's called The Bees, and I can't remember who was who read it. And so, somebody read it and they loved it, and and so they gave me the book. And like you got to read this great book. And it was basically just anthropomorphizing bees, like it was like telling the story of one bee falling in love with another bee. And it's about caste and hierarchy and social status because yeah. bees have those different levels. And um, it was a it was, it was a novelization a time, of, so. a bee,
1: of a beat of a B movie, the that <laughs> movie with Jerry Seinfeld as the bee.
0: <clears throat> well, so I read about I don't know I read about two thirds of it and I just kind of stopped because I was I wasn't that interested in it.
1: You're like I and get it I get, I was get like, it. It's bees I get it I get they yeah. It's a
0: it's a love story but it's bees <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I try I, I you know somebody was over at the house. And they were like, "Hey, why don't you? You got any books to recommend?" I was like, "Here, take this book." <laughs> and,
1: uh, you were like I ain't got and, no B sex I, in it. There's no B sex in it. I was done with it. So,
0: yo, I I'll know. tell what you this. Gonna two, fuck? But two years, two years <laughs> go by. I've loaned that book out to three people, and nearly a damn person and finished it.
1: They gave it, <laughs> they back, all it back. They give it back to you. Yeah,
0: they all gave it. They gave it back, <laughs> and I kept trying to get that Cursed. book away to somebody else.
1: Cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to Clave.
0: Clave, Clave draw it. Draw it. Make an animated version. He would. Clave will just abandon. He won't even read it. He'll just start drawing sex Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Bees fucking. Just bees fucking. (laughs) Um. My my actual my other I am hyped on bees, but I have another hype. Uh. My buddy Matt has been obsessed with. He's like a he's a gambling personality. Like he likes to like. He plays poker and he wants to. Anytime there's some way to like make some money playing a game or something, he likes to do it. And it's not because he's trying to get rich gambling; he just likes to, the excitement of it, you know. So mm-hmm. he's been uh, he's been ke- keeping up with Twitter. There's some accounts that that keep uh, track of the PS5 being in stock and stuff. So he yeah. got him a PS5 by looking at Twitter, at these dudes' accounts, and just like got you know. He was like, Man, it was such a rush. Like I got there, got it in my cart, and then it sold out immediately. Like I bought, it, I got it. So he got him a PS five. And uh then he was like, he knew I've been wanting an Xbox. So he was like, he's like, I'm gonna try to get one of them Xboxes. I was like, Yeah, whatever. And so he scored an Xbox and he's like, Hey man, here's the Xbox. You pay me as you can for it. You don't gotta pay me all up front. You can just uh pay me a little bit here and there. So I it's sitting at his house, so I gotta go get it today. So I'm getting that new Xbox. Yeah. I didn't say I should be lording over you with this, but I know that like, that's how hype it is. Like, I don't even want to like, I'm like, I'm not shitting on you for not having one. I'm like, I'm just stoked that I we're getting, getting one. So yeah, Yo, you got to keep that friend. He's a good friend. He's a real good. He's the that's dude. A friend. He's the dude who orders appetizers for the table, but he don't make everybody split it. You know, he's that guy. Yeah. So yeah, everybody needs yeah, some of those friends, guy. man. You can count on them people. Um, <laughs> yeah matt's awesome dude so yeah i'm excited about i hope hopefully can get you one and then uh start playing some yo uh... them
0: boys them boys were them boys were talking about you the other day they were like when's he gonna get on we're trying to get him on here let me let me tell you i'm gonna jam into my hype now and i got a little bit of hype that's related to yours
1: okay Did, did did them dudes get xbox the new xboxes yet them guys nah, everybody's
0: trying to. They're trying to score. There was a text yeah. that went out the other day. It was like Walmart's going to restock at three thirty. Get yeah. on there and get your box. You know, but I'm not that worried about it. I'll get it whenever. Yeah, no I, I wasn't.
1: It was just just uh, lucky that. I mean, I don't. There's not much to even play on it. That's new. That's exciting. So yeah. it's like whatever. It's fine. But I'm, I'm well, just yeah, whatever.
0: Part of my hype. One of my hype is um, I got a I got a new game. For the xbox and i can't stop playing it oh yeah and by by i can't stop playing it i mean i play video games three days a week yeah and so instead of just playing one game three days a week i i start with the other game and that is it's called i mean it's tetris it's but it's like called tetris connect universe or something like that and i'm telling you right now i'm gonna send you the money (laughs) so that you get it did you, what's your opinion? You like Tetris?
1: Oh yeah, you and I have have a history with Tetris. We played some of the early Xbox oh, Tet. We had it. We you and I had an Xbox Tetris game that you could go. It was one of the early ones that you could go head to head on. And we used to play that. We probably played it online so at some one, point, so.
0: Yeah, this one you can go head to head on. You can go head to head against a
1: AI boss. Is this the one that came out a couple and, years ago? No, nah, this is new? new. Oh wow! And wow.
0: it let me tell you. It is an early two thousands rave. That's, <laughs> That's what great, It, is. Yeah. it yeah. is like it's like house that. music with like gorgeous, gorgeous colors and imagery mm-hmm. behind the Tetris board, and and I can't stop. I can't, I can't stop. Like when I when I sit down to play it, I'm like, man, it's a good thing I don't smoke weed no more, because I'd just be <laughs> sitting here stacking blocks all day, just, just listening to this weed, music.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: playing it with Lopo the other day. And he's like, "Man, you remember 2001? We were all just like the, the the dream of the future was real and it was promising, and we used to listen to this type of music <laughs> yeah. and think that everything was
1: going to be okay." Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert: it didn't turn out that way. Um, yeah. There yeah. was there was a they've been they've been doing a lot of innovative Tetris games over the past like five or so years because a couple years ago, one of the Tetris games was in the top of the giant bombs games of the year. And it was, uh, that one, I think you played against a hundred other people or something, or like 99 people. And it was like, it was just fat. It was all the, everything was on the screen. All the other people were on the screen at once. And you could do things to fuck with them, but it was like a mass. You didn't know the other people you're playing with. It just matched you up with them, you know? But, uh, yeah, this
0: this one, you can, you can play the journey mode and the journey mode is, is incredible. That's where the, all the different songs come through. I mean, they Mm -hmm. must've spent half their budget on the music. And then <clears throat> online, you can play against other people in that back and forth. You know, kind of like if I drop a Tetris, it's going to add lines to yours. Mm-hmm. So on.
1: And yeah, forth. The, the, and then this the new element style.
0: where you kind of put it in slow motion and stack blocks easier. And, and then, you know, it's like a superpower that charges up based on your score. Um, but then there's there's also this other they, they call it connect where y- you and two other people are playing against an AI boss and it's if you charge up your score enough then the three of you come together like voltron and you can work on the whole board together oh. to stack blocks and then send those blocks to the boss you know and it's it's mm. hella fun man it's just cool. you know the thing about tetris in my opinion it's a timeless game because it's so satisfying to try and make a clean board and hit tetris and stuff like oh, that oh yeah and so the only thing that makes Tetris, like different or worthy of like revisiting, is how creative have we been with the visuals and the music Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And this just hits the sweet spot of like I say, early two thousands EDM and gorgeous like laser light shows sometimes, and then other times there's you're like flying over this mountain, this snow peak mountain, and, and the blocks when you drop them, it sounds like you're stepping in snow and. You know, it's just, oh, it's yeah. cool, man. It's fun. That's it's cool. Fun. It's real fun.
1: Tetris is uh, um, the number two most played game all time, I think. Really? Yeah. It only recently was beat. So. I don't By know if what? that counts all the versions. or By, no, Minecraft. Okay. Like, um, Mi- Minecraft is insanely, like. Right. Played, you know, but. <clears throat> Yeah, that's like testers so, is a fun, simple game that you can add to, and it's it's cool.
0: So I got a, I got another little thing, uh, kind of related to your your buddy. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I coach, and there's this kid that I coach. That's, uh, he's just now in his first year of law school. So mm-hmm. i I've, I've spent most of the time coaching him while he was in college. And he's kind of like a pretty standard down the middle. You know, he's from Long Island, New York. He went to Providence College. He's, you know, kind of. He's just like a college boy, you know, yeah. he's into sports. He's into sports that he doesn't even play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he loves gambling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. And he's a good kid, you know, he's nice, he's polite, he's not, you know, he's not rude or mean or anything like that, he always came in, was real real nice to everybody else, and yeah. now he's like, he's back in New York, and he trains with us remotely, and um, when I went out to Salt Lake City, he was on that trip, right, mm-hmm. he came out and met us out there, and And I've known that he loves gambling and and we'll sit and talk about uh, he loves following golf and he also follows wrestling, college wrestling, Mm -hmm. which is a point uh, where he and I will have some things to talk about. Because usually this time of the year we'll be talking about the wrestling season and who's good and who's going to win the national championship, so on and so forth. Well, when I went down to Orlando last week, that was when the NCAA wrestling tournament was happening. Mm -hmm. And I texted him. You know, I was like, yo, heads up, you know, round two is on ESPN two right now. And then the, the semifinals will be tomorrow. And then the finals will be the next day after that. (laughs) And, uh, he texted me on the night of the finals at nine o'clock at night. He said, I got a line Gable (laughs) by pen plus 1200 big time value play. Let me know if you're interested. (laughs) So, so I texted him. I was like, yo, you got, you know, you got PayPal, whatever and um so we hook up i, I send sent him i sent him money
1: some uncut gem shit here
0: i <clears throat> i sent him five bucks
1: you know what <laughs> what I mean? big money
0: he goes got the venmo we rolling <laughs> 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 i said what'd you put down he said hundred dollars <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's the difference uh, them turned them real gamblers
0: Hey, he said anything can happen at those odds, you yeah. know? <laughs> did, did
1: but he, I mean, we wound up, did he win?
0: Nah, because uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a dumb bet, which is why I only put $5 on it. It was for this, you know, the, there's not a lot of pins in the NCAA finals. Mm-hmm. And it was about this one heavyweight who is definitely the best getting a pin. And I was like, that guy's not going to, he's not going to uh, pin the kid from yeah. Michigan, you know, but, um, uh-huh. It was cool. It was a good good way. I mean, I guess it bleeds into the other height that I got. It was a a good way to keep my mind occupied the night before. I had my competition down there in Orlando. Yeah. um, In which I I wound up sweeping the gold medals across the board, breaking two national records, and winning best lifter overall in the 35 to 39 Mm. age group.
1: So, you know. That is impressive. I saw Papa, speaking of Papa, but I found out about it through Papa because he posted it on Facebook and I thought he was talking about that other event you did well in a while back because that was a national right. championship too right this was called a national championship too and like
0: well is, is, so there's what I did two weeks ago in Salt Lake City was that was just a that was just a national <coughs> type meet but it wasn't okay. a national championships this this meet that I was in was the old people national championships. Oh, okay
1: and because um, you had I more, expected yeah, yeah you you did well in the in the the all ages one
0: yeah i did Before. yeah i did all right
1: Matt. yeah <laughs> I third did right. or whatever yeah
0: oh that that one was yeah that was december that was the true national championships right. and i snuck and i snuck into third let's be honest oh, i didn't on. deserve that
1: come well, on come on but you definitely deserve this one
0: yeah this one i took
1: also you, another 311 right you have 311? Another 311. Whoa!
0: Omaha
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's your technique is what yeah. you call it, the Omaha Stiley technique.
0: That's it. Yeah. Is I, that, uh, that, I, that I is... walked in there and some, some of those guys I'm friends with are like, hey, what kind of total are you trying to put together today? I, see, I looked like... at them. I just said, Omaha Stiley.
1: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's sick uh that's that's awesome man so you just shit on them you won all of it you were like greedy I, just uh, all of it fucking and 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 a record a national record two, right two records two records two, two national records.
0: records yeah i was trying for three but i messed up on my snatch and i i really i should have done more weight uh but it i I tried a weight that i never tried before and i really gave it my all and i, I wound up putting too much mustard on it which was mm-hmm. like it's like good to miss quote unquote miss behind when you drop the bar behind you it's like oh man i could have done more but i mean you know live and learn i'll i'll do another competition
1: about 10 weeks from now and and i'll try that way again. it's that it's that lyme disease covid combo just got it just ignited a literal fire in your blood yeah uh, like
0: okay it turns out antibodies are the best pd
1: yeah <laughs> yeah they don't test for that um you <laughs> what, you not the hype that is hype man i just want to say that is really i'm i'm stoked for you that's really i was proud when i saw that when i saw papa post that and i figured out that it wasn't from that other event i was like oh shit winning again
0: yeah i mean i i, I appreciate <laughs> it i i don't um I really only bring it up because I knew that it was going to get brought up regardless. So I was like, I may as well put this in my hive because I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's fun to share with you, but I don't, I don't want to be
1: trotting around town just nah, trying to wear my medals. All the you time should right be time. proud of it. You, I would wear them all the time. Just fucking, I'm gonna go get a well, medal. If you want for, some, I send me some medals. I, I'll just I, wear them. Yeah, I send you some medals. Yeah, send yeah, yeah send me some medals. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, I,
0: I, I got. I, well, now that I'm thinking about, it, maybe this isn't a story, but I've already started it. <clears throat> the f- very first World Championships that I went to, Masters World Championships, was in Barcelona, mm-hmm. and I had booked a trip to go to London afterward because if you're going to fly over the ocean, you may as well go back to you know London, visit some friends, and and I wanted to go visit with my old coach, the guy that taught me how to weightlift, and I went to the World Championships and I got third place. Mm-hmm. and i got wow. a bronze medal yeah and i went to london and it gave me so much pride to do that i went and i went to my my old coach i went to his gym and i fucking i gave him that medal That's i was like sweet. yo this is you, yeah cool. th- it was, so you know i'm a fan of giving medals away i'll give you i'll give you a medal you know maybe m- won't be as sweet as giving my old coach my very first international yeah. medal but you know whatever it'd be similar
1: uh, yeah yeah just give me I I I'm not picky. I won't know the difference. I'll give but you I the biggest medal I have. Yeah, do that. I'll give i give you that flavor yeah. flav medal. <laughs> yeah, I'll boy. give you a couple,
0: that way they clang and bang against yeah. each
1: other. Yeah. Sick. Um what's your not the hype? I guess it's my guy um, for not the hype, but Yeah, you, go. you you go. A Zack Snyder. Fuck Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing this fucking Snyder cut, the fucking whatever cut, the Rob Schneider cut, whatever the fuck it is. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't give a fuck about that Justice League movie. Everybody's like, it's, well, the the other one was a piece of shit, but this one's a much better piece of shit. And I'm like, that does not sound like a glowing recommendation. And it, that movie is four hours. That's too long for a movie. I'm sorry. Fuck you. If it's not The Godfather, part one or two, I don't want to fucking sit through a fucking four hour movie. So, Fuck off, Zach. I hate Zack Snyder's style of filmmaking. It's like fucking... He, I, that's why I, I don't see how you can be a fan of that. It's like he makes movies that feel like bad cutscenes in video games. That's his style. <laughs> fucking everything's... It's like, fuck, everything's in slow motion. Like, can we just speed this movie up, like, a little bit? Like, fuck off. Fuck you, Zack Snyder. It,
0: I mean, it probably would have been two and a half <laughs> hours. Had it probably would have.
1: slow-mo. When I release my cut, and I speed up all the slow motion... Movie will be like an hour long. It ain't got well, Green you're, Lantern you're, in
0: it. Your boy, uh, your boy Matt loves it. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Seems like he would like that. I, I any Justice League movie that ain't involved Green Lantern, I'm not interested in. So I hear you. In Fuck that.
0: Uh, any Justice League movie. I'm not interested in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not much of a DC guy. I do like Batman, and Green Lantern is one of my favorites of, all time. But uh, overall, Superman sucks. Not really. I don't really care about Wonder Woman. You know, no. It's like what? What is there no. for me there? Like, I definitely don't want to see fucking Ben Affleck as Batman anymore. Fuck! I want this shit to go. I'm tired of seeing people talk about it. You seen this this the Snyder cut fuck off that's what I'm gonna start saying when people ask me fuck off <laughs> fuck off fuck off yeah what's your not the hype yo give me give me five minutes I just messaged you uh <laughs> give you five oh you. oh sorry
0: <laughs> no it's cool I'll be right back
1: all right I'll pause it okay we're not gonna have too much to say about the show I bet no 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 um all right. So, you what are we on? Hype still out?
0: Yeah, right. let's just move to hype still out. I cut out my what's not the hype. I don't have any. I mean, I ha, I have some what's not the hype, but it's not very good. I tried to We'll just kick it off with that. I'll I'll say what my not the hype
1: is. All right. We're rolling. So,
0: the uh I'm, my not the hype is like so on a week like this, so after a big meet like that, I'll take the week off of weight weightlifting. Yeah. <clears throat> And I'll be like, oh, my God, that's like eight more hours of life
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that I
0: have in a week. And so rather than taking that time to rest and be like, okay, I'm going to recoup, I'm going to relax. I just immediately jam as much activity into those extra eight hours that I have. And I wind up more like, so this week I've just been like, oh, my God. Like, I've been like, yeah, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. And now I'm like, I don't want I got too many calls. I had too much to do. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. get back to Wheat yeah. So I, I don't really know how to break that habit. It's, it's, it's a habit of mine. It's like every single free moment that I have of every day. I try to jam it with at least two different commitments. And and this week I was like, oh man, I really this might not be a great habit. Yeah.
1: I I mean, I use my like crushing social anxiety to just not interact with any human beings as much as possible. So that keeps me from doing things like that. If I have to interact <laughs> with people, it's because I've been roped into it somehow. So I didn't I did not the, seek it out.
0: Somebody somebody said about me just this past week that I was the most genuine extrovert that she's ever met.
1: Yeah, probably so. I mean, I I, I think that that's probably true. Yeah.
0: I I thought you were trying to work up some slam. No. Some fucking cut.
1: No, there's no, I mean, there's no arguing with that. You are an extrovert and like, I can't think off the top of my, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Congratulations. Uh, No,
0: it's not, I'm not. I'm not. No, don't have. There, <laughs> you, don't
1: <laughs> there <you>. it is. <laughs> God People were damn saying it. how great I am at something. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm the best. It at being wasn't. Humble. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a compliment. It was just a statement. It was like you're really you're like the most extroverted person. It was I like,
1: ooh, calm down. <laughs> That's what it was. It was like,
0: yeah, they were really like mad <laughs> about it. They're
1: like, oh. You're like, really? no, I'm not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, I haven't talked I haven't talked to your mom in a while. Can I give me your number? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh
0: man. So what's your what's your what's your height still out?
1: So I uh I have this my my roommate, my old roommate who owns the house that I live in, Jennifer. I don't know if you met Jennifer. I think you probably did some point in time. When you were here, yeah, uh, she lived. We lived together yeah. forever, and then she got married, moved out, kept the house, rinsed it to me and Jackie. She left this uh, water lily at our, in our house, like at, at, out in the back porch. And It's in like a pot, like a, but it's like the pot is kind of made out of like a cardboardy material, if you can believe that. With, wa- but it has water in it. It's been out there for ten years, and it's finally started disintegrating. So I've been wanting to make a little backyard pond little patio pond. So I found out that they're the little tubs for them. The pond liner thing is only like 30 bucks. So I got one of those and I set up a little outdoor pond out there and, uh, repotted that, uh, water lily, which apparently they're supposed to like only stay in the pot that, that size it was in for like six months. And that thing was in there for 10 years and keeps growing back. So I like, I learned all this when I was like, cause I was like, I don't know how to pot a water lily or whatever. So I, I've, I've planted it in that new pond and it's like, Oh, thank God. Oh, this is great. Like you can just almost hear the water lily being like, Oh yes. So I got the pond set up, got a little solar powered pump in it for the air in it. And uh, I'm gonna put some fish in it and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. How big? Uh, it's 35 gallons. It looks like a tiny uh, hot tub. I put up a picture of it in the, oh. the group.
0: That's that was, that's right. You said that was your hot tub, and I was like, I don't think that's big enough. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I could, I could get in it if I crouched and pulled my knees up. But it does <laughs> look like a hot tub inside because it's got these little seats in it, but the seats are for putting plants in. So anyway, the hype's still out is whether it's going to get overrun by mosquitoes. But I don't think mosquitoes can live in aerated water, and also if I put the fish in there, they're just going to eat all the mosquito larvae. So,
0: now, uh, I mean, all this time, and now I'm realizing, you know, with Jake being, you know, uh, a, a massive aquarium manager yeah. and knowing everything about underwater animals, this is that that must be why he still listens to this podcast because you're a, you're a tank enthusiast.
1: Yeah, uh, he 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 listens for my aquascaping tips. He's like, oh. he's like your tank head. He's gonna have a at the uh where what 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 aquarium is he at? He's some fancy uh, Arizona aquarium what or something. It? We don't have to say the name yeah, of But yeah, yeah. anyway, it, there's gonna be an exhibit. It's a it's a it's a patio pond. We can see it on Instagram. Be like, that motherfucker stole that idea from me.
0: No, nah, no, nah, it's like a, it's like an art museum having an installation. Uh, you know, like a period of time installation. Yeah. They're gonna bring J hos aquascapes.
1: Yeah. The 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 Phoenix Aquarium. I'll fly out there and put something together for them. If they need any uh, advice. I got some chairs. Put shrimp something for together them. for you. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll something. Put
0: something together for you. I got this water lily.
1: Yeah. That's right. I well, it's a good thing there. you
0: got out there and repotted that plant before, you know, April or May, because I can't imagine you out there in the heat.
1: Oh, yeah. No, nah, I don't. I'm definitely getting in that that body of water if it gets too hot. So I'm getting in that tub.
0: Body of water.
1: Yeah. It's a. Uh, I just go out there and stare at my pond now. I've, I got a pond. So. <laughs> this house open. has a water feature. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's a water feature.
0: You call it Jen and say, hey, you know, if you're gonna list this house, now you can say it's got a water feature.
1: Yeah, that's right. What's your uh, hype still out?
0: Um, well, originally I was really hype on this when it was gonna be a movie. Yeah. And we uh I had listened to this interview uh with the with the <clears throat> lead actor talking about it, and I got excited and it was Jamie Foxx doing the Mike Tyson series, the biopic. Yeah. And well, it was a, it was going to be a movie, but now you know I sent you this privately. It's 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 been announced that it's going to be a miniseries. Oh. And I'm just a little bit concerned. Whenever something like that happens, where it changes from one thing to another thing, hmm. that could mean it's either really good or it's going off you the were rails,
1: dumping it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see I think Jamie Foxx is a good actor and I'm excited to see him play Mike Tyson. I think that's an interesting life story. It's it's engaging. It's going to be good. But why are we going to make it turn it from a movie into a mini series, four-part series?
1: Yeah, I mean that might have to do with theatrical releases being nerfed right now, but it, I don't know. I
0: don't mean, know. It
1: it sounds like a Snyder cut to me. It, <laughs> I want to hear I want to see the Snyder cut of the upcoming Mike Tyson biopic.
0: Here's the slowest boxing match in the history
1: of the world. <laughs> yeah, everything's every punch is in slow motion. We watched uh we watched our favorite episode of Mike Tyson Mysteries again last night. The House Hunters one. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's hilarious.
0: What you been consuming?
1: Uh so I listened to that Diane song that you recommended, uh, Looking for Knives. And I really liked it. And I listened to the rest of their stuff. That one song is the only one I could like point to and be like, yeah, that's awesome. The rest of it is good, but their music is that thing. If you're looking for that thing, that is a lot. It's a lot of that thing, which is this simple shoegazy kind of light jazzy thing. That's a little depressing, but also kind of beautiful to have in the background. Um, Mm -hmm. probably doing a bad job describing it, but it's a,
0: I think you, I mean, I think you've kind of hit it. I mean, it's like a, it's like a poor man's Sylvan Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a mood music kind of thing. I had it when I was like cleaning my fish tanks the other day. I had it on in the house, and um, but that that looking for knives song is kind of awesome because the lyrics are really I like the lyrics in that. It's a uh, it reminded me of a couple of different old songs lyrically, not not the sound of it, but it's like it's a song about like you she's trying to do this. It's a, it's a breakup song where she's trying to break up with somebody that doesn't really deserve to get broken up with, but she doesn't really know why she doesn't want to be with this person. So it's like, uh, it's like an aggressive thing, but then a non-aggressive. like, she, she's looking for knives, which not literally to murder, but like to like cut ties. But yeah, but instead I got this, like she, one part says I, uh, I was looking for, uh, I was looking for directions and instead I got a map back. Uh, no, I was looking for a map but instead I got directions back home. So it's like all these like kind uh, of attempts to break up with this person are thwarted because the person's like a good person or whatever. And it, like the 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 yeah. main the main refrain it is as I was looking for knives but instead I got blooms, like flowers. I was looking for knives yeah. but I got flowers instead. So it's, it's kind of heavy cuz it is a true story about her breaking up with somebody and she I read some interviews with her Um, And I think it's about the other person in the band. There's three people in the band. Her ex-husband is in the band. And I think the song is about him. The other person in the band, besides this lead singer, I don't know anybody's name, is her current boyfriend. So they're all three in the band together. And it is like, whoa, that's weird. And then the songs are kind of like about breakups and stuff. But uh, yeah, it reminded me of this Happy Monday song called Wrote for Luck, where he's like, I wrote for luck, but uh, they sent me you. Instead, it's kind of the opposite of it. It's where, like, he wanted good things, but he got bad things. He's like, I, I asked for juice, but you gave me poison. Like, it's kind of like... I guess that was like a contrast kind of thing in the lyrics.
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's an interesting
1: song. Listen to it if you like lyrics and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's got a nice little kind of beat to it. I also watched some live stuff of them just because I went down the rabbit hole of like, this song's cool. So I wanted to check it out and they have a live performance and uh, she, there's a saxophone part at the end and she plays the saxophone live. Like it, you don't expect it. She just kind of pulls it out of her pocket or something. And it's like, lo, 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 you know, <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> it's pretty good. I have to sing the link to that, but I found out that that group is, uh, they're, uh, at least the the husband and wife, or ex, exes, are, um, they, what do you call a film composer, a score composer? Yeah. They score movies. So that makes sense, because that Looking for Knives song sounds like a, a song from a trailer. You know, like it sounds like it, a trailer of an indie movie would be made out of it or something. Uh, so it's got a very cinematic sound to it, I guess, on top of all this kind of like, it's like somber cinematic key music with a little bit of light electronic stuff in it and some jazzy stuff. But anyway, that's a lot to say about that band, but I don't know if it'll, I don't know if in yeah, like a no, year I'm, I'm like, oh, I love that band, I'll listen to them some more, or if they'll just fade away from my...
0: They've really <laughs> flared up for me, and then they've already kind of faded away, but... It's mostly because there's been so much other stuff being played in my world. Um, and this this thing came out, like, take.
1: this album came out, like, five years ago, and they haven't done a whole lot since, so it might just have been a one-time thing. And they they just said that they, they did all these film projects, and then they had all this leftover music and stuff, and they were like, well, we should just make something out of this. So they did. and huh. um, But uh, there's not a lot on them online. Like, I was looking for reviews of their stuff and, like, I thought that like it seemed like kind of a thing that like Anthony Fantana would review, but nope, no review. Like just they just are there. So yeah, I so listen to that. Um, I got the the Jojo Rabbit soundtrack. Taika, Taika Waititi just won a Grammy for the Jojo Rabbit soundtrack. Which you, you saw that movie, right?
0: I saw that movie. I don't know how he won the Grammy for it.
1: Uh, it, because he was the executive producer on the soundtrack. It's best like uh not best score but like best soundtrack, soundtrack you know with because it has the german versions of the Beatles songs and uh david bowie's songs stuff like that on it and uh so i they had a. I was like oh shit i wonder if they have that on vinyl so i got that it was really cheap and it, the the album cover is like a alternate art version of uh the poster so it doesn't look like the po- it doesn't have like It's got an illustration on it, but it's a pretty sweet little album because the B side of it has uh, the score, but the A side has the David Bowie song and all that stuff in in German. So listen to that. Nice. That's kind of cool. And then uh, we watched uh, Jackie. Jackie's been watching The Godfather over the past month and a half. We've talked about this before. I tried to talk her out of watching Godfather 3, but she demanded that we watch it because you she know she's a completionist. And we watched it. Man, that movie is a piece of shit. What a fucking <laughs> piece of shit. And it is.
0: Every time I think I'm out.
1: They pulled me back. And I, I did not realize that. I thought that. I thought I don't know when Sin of a Woman came out, but I guess maybe that was before this. But I was thinking that, like, the Sin of a Woman era, you know, at some point, Al Pacino turned from actor to hoo ha! Huh! Ah! And I didn't. I forgot that. Oh, he's doing that in this Godfather movie too. Um, yeah, it, that movie sucks It's so bad. It has a couple of brilliant moments in it, but otherwise it sucks. But apparently there's a. I, I put up a post about it. People were like, "Did you see the recut that came out last year?" So there's like a recut version of it that's supposed to be like a whole different movie. It's this. It's the Snyder cut of uh, of Godfather <laughs> Three. But uh, yeah, Zack Snyder slowed everything down. Just put a bunch of slow mo in it. Um, Filmed a bunch of extra scenes With Ben Affleck for it And uh, it's supposed to be much better But yeah that that movie sucks And then uh, What are you looking up What are you doing
0: I'm trying to see whether or not um, (coughs) Sin of a Woman came out before
1: So Godfather 3 came out in 90 What year is is Sin of a Woman I
0: think it was uh, I think Sin of a Woman 92
1: so that's after it, okay. I'm
0: so, trying. I'm trying to find. He was testing it. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah, he was like, "Oh, let's see if this works," and I, I don't ever have to actually act again. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's not full on like hoo ha, chewing up the scenery, but it's 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 so different than his acting in the first two Godfather films. Actually, doing some research on it, I found out that. Copolo asked for six months to write the script and they said, no, you can have six weeks and I guess he needed the money at the time so he just fucking made it and yeah, maybe sucks. Um, another, another movie that sucks but I thought it was good when I first watched it was uh, we watched the James Bond film GoldenEye, Pierce Brosnan's first. Uh, and it's good? No, it's not good. I thought it was good when I saw it in no. high school because I saw it in the theater when it released And uh, it does not hold up. It is shitty. And there is (laughs) near, it's all about Russians and there's nary a Russian actor in it. It's all a bunch of English actors doing bad Russian accents. Pierce Verizon is very good in it. He's a great bond, but unfortunately that uh, movie does not hold up as, as does the video game not hold up. i played a lot of that video game in college, maybe more than any other video game I've ever played. But if you go back to it, it is impossible to play. (laughs) It's really bad. And I put up a post about it, of course, the same naysayers that always get on my posts were like, well, actually, if you change all the controls and you remaster it, blah, 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 it's actually a pretty good game. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a piece of shit. It was fun because there was a time when Tic-Tac-Toe was the most amazing game in the world. (laughs) But let me tell you something, Tic-Tac-Toe also does not hold up. Sorry, I don't make the rules here, okay? It was amazing for the time, had good moments with it, now it sucks there's a whole that's a, That's one of the life lessons as you grow older is wow some things don't hold up over time damn it anyway that's what I've been consuming
0: <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree you, you're right you know you're right some I don't know if you played a lot of that
1: game it. back in the day I imagine you probably did I
0: fucking hated that game man <laughs> I hated it. Because you were game. good at it. That was it. Well, yeah, because I didn't have the console to play it. Uh, okay And so I would just go over to, you know, Derek Green's house and he's having a sleepover. Craig Lewis, <laughs> Brian Struss, Darren Koshlap. And they say, let's play Goldeneye. Let's play whatever game type it was, where it was all, you know, you know, whatever. And I would just, you know, I'd be the fifth person. So you know, you can play this one and then whoever's last is the first one. I'm just sit there out of rotation <laughs> all night long. I hated it. I couldn't play it. That sucks so bad. I fucking hate that game. So, yeah. you know, I I agree with you in that it was great for a lot of people at yeah. the time. And, uh, you know, if you want a first person shooter game, you're not going to go play Goldeneye.
1: No, you, you can say that, oh, I love that game. I, blah, blah, blah. I have my original version, I have my original N64. I have the original copy that we played so many hours. Me and my friend Steve played it so much in college. We didn't have to look at the screen. We could have a full conversation and play the game while we were like looking away from the screen. But yeah, it just doesn't hold up. I it, it's funny cuz like you would go on you go on later in life to getting really into first person shooters, but you just weren't into that one and you weren't good at it and if that if you were not good at that game, you wouldn't you would hate it. But um
0: yeah it was a, that was before i really played video games yeah you know? i mean i didn't play video games so college and i was just like come over and they'd be so good they'd know the maps like the back of their hand yeah. you know
1: and you're always like a screen watch me, yeah you
0: know, i was like i was running around in a circle just <laughs> pointing my gun down <laughs> to the fucking corner that's
1: that's because the controls in that game suck so you were you, your vindication <laughs> for for 10 year old you or whatever um yeah, it's garbage. Well,
0: I've been uh, let me tell you what I've been I, What I've been doing. I've been I, I got one one thing I watched and a band that I've been listening okay. to again. Yeah. I haven't listened to in a minute. Um the band, I think you'd like them because you like I, what do you call it? Alt country?
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you use? Uh I like yeah, I I guess it's alt country, but now alt country's taken on a different meaning cuz like really like I think now people consider, like, Sturgill Simpson alt-country. But alt-country no, for me is... I mean,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Now, this is going to be really inside baseball, and yeah. I, I'm not proud to say this, but people will use the term outlaw country in a right. way that I think you're thinking a lot of people will now... I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think maybe people use alt-country to describe something like Sturgill Tyler. But I think outlaw country was always considered... You know, that was like the independently produced a little bit more you know back to Mm -hmm. like the the lineage of country type of country but i'm using that term alt country in a sense uh, that you've always used it which is these bands that are they're not country but but they've got that country sound they
1: got a twang to them yeah i'm not saying that as someone who's into that genre of music would call it that i'm saying people that were just kind of know that that exists, but don't listen to it. Would call that alt country like the outlaw country stuff. Right. That's what they would. They wouldn't yeah. know what to call it, so they would call it that. But for me, a lot of the alt country stuff was I used to be in a popular punk band. Now here's my acoustic solo project, and uh, every single one of those is like a twangy, like country-inspired thing. But it's more. Al- it's really more al- aligned with co- indie rock. If you had to like officially yeah. put it somewhere, but it is all, I would call it alt country. Cause it used, that used to be the term for that stuff. So.
0: So this band that I've been listening to, uh, like getting back into enjoying <clears throat> is really an indie rock band, but they have not the same type of alt country that you're used to listening to vibe, mm-hmm. but a vibe that is a little bit adjacent to that, which is why I think you might mm-hmm. enjoy them they they've been making music for 10 years now they've been kind of a touring band for 10 years and they're they're, they're called future birds and
1: i know that name then, but i've never listened to them yeah
0: i think you'd like them yeah. um they're uh, speaking of you know your you know bands from a region that you traditionally have liked they're from athens georgia
1: okay if yeah. i'm
0: correct um And it's like, it's not that psychedelic, it's not that country, it's not that much indie, it's just something, a little bit of everything, Mm -hmm. and it's not oppressive, it's Mm -hmm. not asking a lot of the listener, it's just like, it's just good head nod music, especially for the emergence of spring and you know you're getting outside a little bit more you're just enjoying you know enjoying the weather like that's that's been my soundtrack for early spring now hmm. and when i say that i mean the past five days yeah
1: right for you a know more but, um, longer here but yeah yes yeah, yeah, so cool, I've, I've been listening yeah. to future
0: i think i th- check out I'll their check most out. recent album called teamwork it came out last year in 2020 and uh it's good man it's just it's, they got bops Cool. Um, the second thing is a comedy special that i watched this past week the comedian is named uh nate bargazzi you ever heard of him Mm-mm. he's great yeah and his yeah his first special that he's been on like you know a bunch of the late night shows and comedy central and stuff like that he's been a working comedian for a long time but his first netflix special is called the tennessee kid and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will enjoy it.
1: Oh, yeah, I, that is, that is what, so, I, I don't know if she listens or not, but we, from our camp days, Sydney, from our camp days, uh-huh. Sydney was a camper and then a staff member and stuff. Um, She, yep. she sent me that, a screenshot of that and said, this guy reminds me of you. And apparently he does a bit on Wilmington. You should check it out. So. And it is a screenshot of that. It has the title in it. But apparently he does a a bit about the Serpentarium, which is from Wilmington here. So used to be until they tore it down.
0: His, 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 I just think, I just know that like, he's got great jokes, great construction of jokes, but his delivery is something that I think you'll really enjoy too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that, some comedians, their delivery, I don't particularly care for, but I think their jokes are good enough mm-hmm. to override that. Other other comedians, the other way around, I like their delivery. This guy is a blend of like everything that I really like about stand up, mm-hmm. and um, and he just had another special released this past week, oh. which was done outside, and it was done this year. Mm-hmm. Like he's been doing a bunch of drive-in shows, yeah, and um. So he was doing this show outside and everybody's all distanced and stuff like that. And it's great material. It's all, it's all fresh. It's all new. And I just, so I, I've watched the Tennessee kid, which was his first special. I, I think I've watched it three times and mm. I've watched all the clips on YouTube of different specials that he's done. And then this came out last week and I've watched it twice already. Wow. And we, I actually, I actually had tickets to go see him in April of last year, mm. but you know covid happened it got
1: delayed and um i've never heard of him so and yeah
0: well i hadn't really heard of him until um i, I don't know maybe 18 months ago mm-hmm. i'm not like you know but since then he's kind of he's kind of taken the mantle of of who i'm most excited to hear from mm-hmm. or, or like watch um you know um outside of like maybe dave Chappelle. you know of
1: course right yeah the, 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 the big ones yeah but,
0: yeah so he's he's great i I hope he finds even more widespread success because i, th- I think he's really funny so i recommend yeah the, we, the, the the i recommend starting with the tennessee kid but the second special is called the greatest average american
1: okay yeah well you're the second person we this week to re- recommend him to me so i guess i'll check him out sweet yeah yeah next year yeah eventually and i'll be like hey yeah. you ever heard of this guy You'd be like, yeah, we talked about it a year ago. Yeah, nah, I don't think we did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's really funny. Yeah,
0: hey, uh, um, well, he's got a joke that's not on either one of those specials that I'm gonna say now. And if anybody anybody doesn't want to invest a bunch of time, just go to YouTube and type in Nate Bargatze, B-A-R-G-A-T-Z.
1: Okay. Coffee. Okay.
0: Nate Bargazzi coffee and uh that's like five minutes and every time I watch it I howl with
1: laughter <laughs> okay I'll check it out so fun
0: um by the way if you're not listening to the OC get the fuck out
1: welcome to the OC bitch uh update a little update we could have talked about this housekeeping yes uh a super fan of the show Bill sent us a link to, uh, apparently, Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark, is that right, Um, from the OC, have started an OC rewatch podcast, and they're doing each episode individually, and so, uh, yeah, I'd like to think we had something to do with that getting started, but uh, we're seeing if we can sue them, I don't think we can, because we don't own the rights to the OC, and apparently everybody gets to talk about it, not just us. But it'll be interesting to see what their uh, what their podcast is like. But we we encourage all of our listeners to go flood their comment section with nonsense, you know. So you got. You got I, I
0: mean, I, I I can't remember. There was something else we were talking about that came out. You know, like we've been on the cutting edge. I was yeah, to say, we have. Yeah, we really.
1: Bill was like, I think you guys started something. But it'll be, you know they have access to the stars of the show and they're gonna have them on that show and uh, it'll be be interesting. I might I might have. Are to you subscribe. gonna listen to it? I yeah I think I might. I don't know. It'll be interesting to hear their takes on. I, I
0: tried I tried to listen to the uh, the Office ladies podcast with uh yeah um with Angela and Pam. I, I can't remember their names right now. Um, gosh, I've gone back to it maybe four or five times and I just. I don't particularly care for it. I think um, it's I'm probably, hoping
1: that it's probably fine, but I don't really care about their point of view on that show. I don't think nothing against them. I don't care about anybody's point of view on that show. I just it's funny and I watch it and whatever. But this I have I have uh I have questions about the show and how, how I wonder how critical they're gonna be and uh I don't know, it'd be interesting. I'll I think I it. am actually interested in, in in what they may have to say about
0: I am dying to listen to Melinda Clark talk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As not Julie Cooper.
0: Yeah. I want to yeah. know. I, I, I just have a feeling she's for somebody to be able to play that character. I, I feel like she's probably pretty cool.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. She probably, you know, fun to listen to. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll so you want
0: to give out. the, you want to give the rundown of this episode? Here? I just,
1: my notes on this episode, this is uh episode 26 of season one of the OC and it is called the strip. And my only note that I have written down is this episode is absurd. (laughs) So uh, the overall thing is that it starts out that we find out Caleb's going to Las Vegas and Seth and Sandy suddenly get excited because they're like, oh, you're having a bachelor party and you didn't invite us, which I wouldn't think that your grandfather would invite. I don't think Seth would be invited anyway. But anyway, somehow it gets... They wind up, they're going to Vegas for Caleb's quote-unquote bachelor party. Spoiler alert, turns out he is not going there for a bachelor party. He's going there for some nefarious business thing involving the Lighthouse restaurant. Um, and then while the, 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 the gang is off um, in Las Vegas, the boys are off in Las Vegas, um, which would be Seth, uh, Ryan, and Sandy, and Jimmy. And Caleb are all off in Las Vegas. Uh, Summer and Summer and Marissa are hanging out. That's just like another. There's we're still dealing with this subplot of like Summer's dad doesn't like Seth, which seems really forced to me. But anyway, we can talk about that in a minute. Um, and then the other storyline is that Julie, of course, as she does, has roped uh, Kirsten into planning her bachelorette party, um, which you know she already roped her into the shower before. And she wants strippers at the bachelorette party, so uh, we have to. <laughs> Kirsten relies on Haley because you used to be a stripper, she says. <laughs> I know that you know strippers, and so that's the whole thing. And that that party goes on while uh, while Sandy and and the, the the guys are off in Vegas. Hijinks happen in Vegas. Uh, these high school kids do things in Vegas that high school kids could not do, should not do. Um, the hookers are involved. Uh I you know, it's like I don't know. It's just kind of a mess of an episode and it just feels like oh, Vegas is cool, we should do an episode where they go to Vegas. That's what it kind of feels like. But maybe you liked the episode more than I did. I didn't hate it, but it just seemed like really out of place, I guess.
0: My <laughs> the the note that I wanted to write that I didn't write down was like this episode is ridiculous. You know, like I was just like watching it. I was like, what, why are we, what is, I mean, all we needed to do is we, we needed to move the plot forward with Caleb.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And we didn't really get much more advancement of the football in story other than some Seth and, 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 um, summer, summer. Yeah. You know, a little bit of a reconciliation, but outside of that. Oh, and Teresa's pregnant.
1: Oh, I forgot all about that. That is, yeah. I knew that was coming because I remembered that, but yeah, I left that out. Teresa is pregnant. Of course, she doesn't know whether it's uh, Eddie's or or Ryan's, um, which is like real awkward for Marissa because she's the one who finds out first about this because she's, you know, Teresa's leaning on her. Um, It's just a lot of awkward shit in this one. Uh, Seth. Meets this girl who winds up being a call girl at a party in Vegas, and that whole they there's this whole plot of like we're trying to get money for Teresa to move to Atlanta, but oh, it's, it's like poor
0: man's Rounders, yeah, it's a poor man's Rounders.
1: I I I yes, it is. Which Rounders is a fantastic movie, but th- it, this is like a period of time where I feel like it's kind of had a resurgence now. But like this is a period of time where it was like isn't Vegas so cool? Like Vegas, Vegas is cool. Like it's like, there was a lot of pop culture stuff around Vegas, which I guess there always is, but it definitely was like a, a you know, the, an upswing in the movies and TV shows. And I imagine probably every TV show of this era had a Vegas episode, you know? Mm. Um, But yeah, there's this whole, it's all convoluted and it's like Sandy's going with the, Sandy's going with his kids to Vegas and then once he gets there, Sandy's like alright, fuck off, go do whatever you want to do in Vegas, which seems like bad parenting to me, where I'm like, you're just gonna let your kids go off in Vegas you know, they wind up Ryan's uh, winds up hustling guys at a poker table and there's this, you know there's this moment where where they're like, you've lost so much money and he's like, oh yeah, I have lost so much money Uh, isn't that isn't that interesting that I actually intentionally lost all this money? Cause now I'm going to go win the money. It's like this, like, Oh, of course Ryan is like a, you know, expert at poker at, at 16 or whatever. But, um, it's just a ridiculous after ridiculous. After the, the, these high school kids, they're the ones who rent the room, which is like Sandy's going, why did Sandy rent the room? They use their fake IDs to get into the casino, which I, I mean, have you been to Vegas before? I can't hear you. No. Oh. Uh, I don't know what it was like at the time. I think I I went to Vegas about six years after the show. It is real hard to get into the casinos if you're underage, you know? Like, they just don't allow that. They're, They're tight on the security. And this is just like, oh, these high school kids are renting these rooms and... And the whole thing with like, so it turns out that Caleb has set up some deal to sell the lighthouse for way more than he paid for it. And it's like Sandy, have go, Sandy and Jimmy both bust in to like stop it. And it's like, why do you even care? He paid you a lot well, of money for it. And it's like, you,
0: well, they, they, they care because Sandy or because Caleb came in and and, and prevented them from getting the liquor. Okay. License so
1: so that is the thing that I kind of missed, I guess, or I didn't think about is that right. Caleb could have helped them with the liquor license thing and did not because he intentionally wanted to sell the, the property. But yeah. I still say like, okay, that happened, but you can't bust into the business meeting and like, be like, we're going to stop this. It's like, well, he owns it and he's selling it. Like the guy who's buying it doesn't, there's not, Sandy's like, he's committed all this fraud. And I'm like, it has he committed fraud? Like he just bought something from you guys. You didn't have to sell it. And then Jimmy comes in and knocks him out because he Jimmy finds out that Marissa has made or that Caleb's blackmailing Marissa to come live with them. And Jimmy comes in and just fucking clocks him, you know? It's just also, but it's also. Continues the awkwardness of Jimmy being involved in things with Caleb, like, Caleb's marrying your ex-wife, and you're going to his bachelor party? That just seems like that wouldn't happen. I don't know. Oh, of
0: course not. Um, Maybe
1: I'm being too critical, and the show is ridiculous a lot of times, and it's a soap opera, so it doesn't have to be realistic. But this one just kind of, like, went over the edge a little too far with the unrealistic... Shit, and it's like hey,
0: you haven't even mentioned. We're and we'll we'll get there, uh, but I mean it's twice now. Somebody's wound up in that pool.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was a speaking great. Of, fight. Speaking
0: of speaking yeah. of ridiculous fights,
1: right? That was a great moment, but a terrible fight. I I think Haley knows how to throw a punch, but she just it's like this slap fight. It's the most ineffective. So. Haley and Julie Cooper have always hated each other, We fight, which we've never really touched on that before. But, like, they get in a fight by the pool, and they wind up in the pool. But the, the fight is the most, because, like, slappy, like, ah, bah, 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 oh, I'm a girl, well, and Julie, I fight Ju- like this. One,
0: one of the strippers offers to uh go Male strippers, which have
1: showed up at their house because they did, in fact, get the strippers for, for Julie. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yep.
0: And uh, and then he's going to talking to Haley and Julie realizes or learns that they're friends and so she comes over to say, "Oh, you're trying to entrap me." Yeah. You know. And 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 Haley's like, "Oh no, I'm not trying to entrap you. He may be a stripper, but you're a whore." And <laughs> fucking
1: Julie goes off. Yeah. And but I just feel like Haley. I think that both of these characters can throw punches. So, why did they do this slap fight thing? I think they would just cold cock each other. They might still wind up in the pool, but they wouldn't do this, like, ineffective, like, slappy thing, like, it's, it's real, like, it's, it's almost, like, sexist in a way, but I guess it's, like, just the nature of the times. I think that now, if that scene was now, they would have just thrown some haymakers, but it's also Maybe. another Why moment not. in this episode where it's just completely contrived. It's like there's no need for this showdown between them. They just created a problem well, where there it's was a, it's none. It's it,
0: it's an it's you know it's always some version of a Cohen showing up and ruining somebody else's
1: party. <laughs> yeah, true. It's there are this show has a lot of formulas and it just repeats those formulas a lot. Um, because it's like okay, well, yeah we're going to make Kirsten organize an event that she doesn't want to organize. That's the thing that happens. And then someone's yeah. going to come and ruin that event. Um, yeah. Caleb's going to do some shady real estate. Oh, deal. We,
0: you know, we made it basically all season. Nobody going into that pool. And then two of the last four episodes, somebody's in that pool.
1: It's that, uh, it was the, the Mandela effect where it's like, I thought that, that every episode had a pool fight and, Turns out there was just only the it, two at the end. Maybe there's one in the finale. It, it,
0: it's Chekhov's gun. Yeah. In the first act, in the first act of the season, we saw the pool. We just see the pool. Okay, yeah. I got a couple things. I got yeah. a couple things here. Uh, the Vegas. Did that age well?
1: No. The Vegas. I love I the Vegas. I love the Vegas. The Vegas. The Vegas. The, the Vegas. Vegas. The
0: Vegas. The Vegas. Yeah. Which I the thought Vegas this episode was rip, called The
1: Vegas, but then it turns out it was called The Strip, which I was like, well, that's weird.
0: True. Um, did you, did you clock the, uh, painted on flames on the hood of that limousine as they pulled up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, I
0: was like Caleb, Caleb Nichol wouldn't be caught dead in that fucking limo. Hell no. A red limo with gold flames on the front. Yeah. How much money did Hard Rock Cafe pay f- to be featured in this episode?
1: Probably a lot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but maybe not but- because maybe this, is, maybe it's a, it might be harder to film in Vegas than you would think. So. Yeah. They don't, they don't I just I I,
0: I thought that oh that sequence of them showing up to the Hard Rock and then out of nowhere there's a hotel employee that's like, Oh, Mr. Cohen, let me tell you about the, the Hard Rock Cafe. And I yeah. was like, Oh, this yeah. is a paid advertisement. Did you, you notice know? when
1: they rolled up there's a Beastie Boys song that plays? It's that song chit Chit Ch- Check It Out. That was the that was the world premiere of that Beastie Boys song. So that's a little, really? little trivia. That's the only that's the only soundtrack note I have for this one, but yeah
0: uh summer best line of the episode was summer after she calls seth and he's you know he she hears oh i need to kiss you again she hangs up on him she says to marissa i have been crying actual tears over that donkey and he's kissing randoms
1: (laughs) that donkey yeah that was good also like summer and seth didn't break up at any point right but he's out here kissing other girls it's like i i mean
0: he was he was he he said well i guess you're not gonna be my girlfriend so i'm gonna go to vegas oh yeah yeah and she was she was icing him pretty bad yeah. I mean, it was
1: functionally it was a breakup. i guess it was yeah but th- that 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 this whole summer's dad doesn't like seth seems so overblown in a way that's like look it's really? their best like, friend he's just uh, nobody it's likes nobody likes their daughter's boyfriend at that age. Hey, like,
0: Joey, Joey, they're kids, man. They're
1: kids. They're kids. You're right. They're kids. They're blowing it out of Jeez. proportion because they're kids. Now it just seemed I like really, talk about this. it's like, it, it, it's really contrived where it's like, we've got to have a tension between Summer and Seth. So let's make it her dad doesn't like him, which is fine for it. An, it's another thing. Like, this show does drag things out. It beats the dead horse on some of the stuff, probably because they had to fill 27 episodes, which. The, yeah. the TV landscape's completely different now. I don't know of any TV show that has 27 episodes a season now. Maybe there maybe there's ones no. that I don't watch. but
0: Law and Order, maybe?
1: I guess, yeah, Law and Order. But that doesn't have an overarching plot, so it's like, I mean, it does kind of, but not not really, not like this does. But yeah, there's like, okay, Seth's, Summer's dad doesn't like Seth. That's enough for an episode, but not for like... Dragging out for three episodes of like, oh yeah. well, the the one dinner that we had together went poorly. Um, yeah. hold on, you, oh, and go. So okay, yeah, uh, yeah, Discord. Uh, crash,
0: I want to talk about this poker table.
1: Yeah. What about every
0: it? stereotype there was was sitting at this poker table,
1: right? And, yeah, can you hear me? It, it was
0: yeah. it was really it was really egregious. It was like, yeah, we had the the guy in like just like a generic flannel t shirt, flannel button down unbuttoned with a t shirt and a trucker hat. But like, you had the black guy with too much jewelry. You had an old guy with a cowboy hat. It was just like, what are the types of. Players, we've seen, let's exaggerate their features and all put them at one table. And it was like, it really was like a poor man's rounders. And then the thing that they couldn't do I mean, obviously, you can't spend a much, bunch of time trying to explain the game or anything like that on a TV show where it's just like a C plot. Mm-hmm. But when Ryan, when ryan flipped his cards and said pocket aces i was just like (laughs) oh of course it's pocket aces that's what gets we didn't even see what the other cards were ryan wins with what a high pair yeah just a fucking pair of aces that he had handed to
1: him uh, once again this is a product of the time of like i think this is probably the height of the oh wow pokers on tv thing right yeah, like the totally. World Series of Poker. Have you seen the World Series of Poker? I've never watched. Now I'm gonna be a poker player, kind of thing. So poker was hot at the time, and uh, and booming. And so they but were like, it, but the, That's the cool. irony yeah. is, the,
0: iron, the, the irony of it is that Ryan's supposed to be this really good card sharp, and the winning hand was, had nothing to do with how he played the hand. It was just pocket aces. Like, uh, yeah, uh, pocket aces.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like somebody... Whoever wrote the episode was like, man, poker's really cool. I'll just uh, throw some pokery things in here and let's have the Phil Helmuth looking dude and let's have this guy and like... I don't know. But I did think it was kind my, of... My... Fu- what? I did like the touch of... At the end of the episode, they cut to Ryan and Ryan's got the guy's hat because he won the hat. The, yeah, and the I, trucker hat. I That was a nice little moment of like... That, that was kind of... That was like the only cool thing that happened in the episode. Was like, yeah, Ryan won that. It was the first dude, dude.
0: you have seen Ryan like proud of himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, confident in something he can do. Um, yeah, he had a little bit of swagger to him. He did, and that was kind of a nice moment. It once again the show kind of anchors itself with the nice moments between the Scooby Doo gang, and that was a nice moment. And um, after they had to pay all this money. money for these call girls that they these high school like they should just call the fucking police you know (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) the episode is just ridiculous they get these call girls and they're like you rented the call girls all day and they're like no i actually didn't but it's like oh here's the gritty pimp here to pay up and
0: of course yeah and he's like a real actor that guy did you recognize him? Yeah. Did you recognize him? I, yeah, did, you recognize I did not him? recognize
1: he's him. Been no. in some other stuff. He's uh, yeah. He's uh, one he of was, those, that guys.
0: Yeah, he's one of that guys. I, I've got one more note. Okay. And uh, and and I'm happy to finish on Sandy here. Not the best episode for Sandy.
1: <laughs> no. He, he his kids should be taken away from him for letting them go run wild in Vegas. You know, like.
0: However, it, well, uh, you know, on brand for the laissez-faire cavalier attitude toward family <laughs> dynamics and stuff, <laughs> yeah. he uh. He calls up Kirsten to investigate this deal that Caleb's made. And she says, I'm at our house and there are strippers here. And he goes, oh, well, you know, just keep them off the furniture. And there's literally a a stripper on the couch in the background. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I did like that, because that that was that was in character for Sandy, because like the the thing that a sitcom would normally do would be like, oh, my God, you've got strippers there. He's like, "Eh, that's fine like it just like shows their strength of their relationship i guess so they're both like this is uh awful. yeah no and, i mean of yeah. course
0: it's it's kind of like ridiculous to get really upset about you know um strip i mean you know say what you will but whatever like if you're gonna go be doing bachelor party things and strippers are there like you know, how much I don't know. I don't know how much grief one one should be expected to endure. Oh, yeah. I I think it's it's, why even give somebody grief?
1: I'm just saying the place, the the show plays it differently than a lot of shows would be like, oh, here's a good point for us to make tension between these characters because Sandy's mad that strippers are in the house and blah, blah. blah. And it's like, it kind of subverted that in a way that's like, oh, yeah, of course Sandy's fine with it. Like, he doesn't care. It's like, I don't know, but
0: yeah. It it doesn't have
1: to be upset about it.
0: Anyway, look, that's all, that's all I got. That's it. And that's all.
1: That's it. And that's all. Um, yeah, not the greatest episode. It's just kind of out of place and ridiculous, but let's see if they, uh, they redeem the, the season. It doesn't like ruin the show or anything. It's just out of place, but, uh, we'll see, we'll see if the final the finale finale is, uh, you know, is fire or not. This is, uh. Like we said, the, the oh. usually nowadays we the penultimate episode is the one that has all the stuff happen, and this one, it's all going to happen in that finale. So, um, finale. I guess that's it. We uh, we'll uh, see you later. We got a, uh, we got our shitty website still, ioltos dot You can email us, i only like their old stuff at gmail and you can find us uh, on some podcasting platforms. And uh, yeah, we out.
0: Just enjoy another episode. I only like the ones. We'll see you next time. Have a good night. (laughs)